time to tee it up on the Miller Lite John Ricchetti Golf Show on the Sports Station, 105.5 FM, and online at WNSP.com. Stay tuned as John Ricchetti and his guests take a look at the latest news from the PGA Tour, discuss local and regional results, and take your calls. The Miller Lite John Ricchetti Golf Show is brought to you in part by State Farm Agents, Tim Simmons and Paul Simmons, The Grand Hotel, Ward International Trucks, Infirmary Health, McMurray Contracting, Edwin Watts Golf, Carrot Patch Jewelers, Dan Hart LLC, Taylor Martino and Rowan, Hancock Whitney Bank, Cooper Restaurants, Terry Thompson Chevrolet, Golf Distributing, and Miller Lite. To take part in the program, call in now at 694-1055. Now, let's talk golf. WNSP time is 6.03 p.m. Sports Radio 105.5 WNSP and WNSP.com. You tuned in to the Miller Lite John Ricchetti Golf Show. We're live from Felix's Fish Camp on the Causeway. Always a great time here at Felix's Fish Camp. Got a great crowd here tonight. Packed house, as a matter of fact. If you're on the Bayway on your way home or going uh, towards Mobile, stop on by. Uh, always great food, great entertainment, great service. Uh, at Felix's Fish Camp. Don't forget Ruth Chris Steakhouse in Mobile, the Bluegill on the Causeway, all part of the Cooper family of restaurants. 251-694-1055, 251-694-1055. Any questions or comments? I'm your host, John Ricciotti, along with my good buddy, Danny Spivey. And uh, Spives, how are you? Good, Johnny. Good another beautiful summer day in lower alabama you know about 100 degrees and chance of thunderstorms you know all the time but yeah uh, this is not it, good. you know it's just this that time of the year that time of the year but uh had a great weekend i'm sure we're going to talk a lot about golf and i watched a lot of golf this weekend i kind of stayed inside was a homebody and stayed out of that heat got some uh things done around the house and watched a little golf well that's good i mean uh there's obviously a lot to talk about michael bonner are uh, back at the studios of WNSP, joining us here. Also, uh, Robert Nelson. We all know how good of a golfer this guy is. He's joining us with uh, part now part of the Infirmary Health Systems. Robert, how are you? Good, John. Good. Hey, Danny. Hey there, Robert. Good to see you, buddy. You too. Uh, these are two of the prominent senior golfers in Mobile, Baldwin County, in the southeast, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, so we got uh, Robert and also Danny with us, too, and uh, our good buddy Michael Bronner back at the studios. Bronner, uh, did you get a chance to hit any golf balls this weekend? Mm, not this weekend. I, actually, I took the weekend off. It was a rare, it was a okay. rare miss for me. I mean, yesterday's okay. weather was bad, and uh, you know, it, it just didn't happen for me. I was, I was well, sunburned. I feel you. I, I was, feel you. Yeah, I was sunburned from Saturday, too. On my shoulders, okay. real bad, which does not breathe. Uh, it's all good. Just stop now, Bronner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bronner, you're digging yourself a bigger <laughs> hole. Just go ahead. Wait a minute. We're trying to get you to the 2025 U.S. Amateur at Marion. You cannot afford to take weekends off. I didn't have time to play. What do you want me to do? I don't know. I mean, you got to. I mean, you're a ball striker. We got to get you going, man. I was busy. We cannot on, I, was, I was busy on Saturday. It rained all day yesterday. What do you want me to do? That's what rain suits are for. Oh my god. <laughs> all right, all right. Okay, I'm just telling you. I mean, I'm trying to. Man, I want a caddy for you, man. I got to get you to the USM. We, I, you're supposed to have been. We already moved Hazeltine, which I've played that course. I was excited to caddy for you. You can uh, now. We're going. We moved it back a year to Marion. You can on cat, Danny's request. You can caddy yeah. for me this weekend at Azalea City if you're interested. Oh, there you go. 
Yeah. Oh, well, wait a minute. Okay. I, I don't know. We got, speaking of this weekend, you got. I should have got you an invite into the Woody Woodall Invitational is what we should have got you playing in, uh, Bronner. That's a big event coming at the Country Club of Mobile this weekend. And, Robert, you're going to be in the field there this weekend. I know Michael Johnson, their folks are uh, putting on a good term. I remember last year it was a great event at the Country Club. Absolutely. So, uh, but anyway... All right, 251-694-1055, Well, let's start with, I think, what it's a major. Yeah. Women's golf, the United States Women's Open at Pebble Beach. A first-time winner. Uh, picks up her first major and her first LPGA event. And uh, Allison, what was her last? Carpoose. Carpoose, that's yeah. right. And she played at Southern Cal and idolized Michelle Wee, whose was her final event of her career. And the prod- the prodigy, I remember when that girl was 12, 13, oh, playing goodness. with the yeah. man, playing with the boy, men, boys, qualifying, played in the Sony Open, missed a cut by one, I believe. Uh, she was the next uh, female Tiger Woods, just never really lived up to her billing. But anyway, let's give uh, Allison credit and uh, shot nine under par charlie hall was in second six under par i believe she shot like 66 yesterday yeah she, she played well i got a, i got a lot of chance to watch this tournament and there was you know it was it, it was actually first of all you know michelle Wee was just a fascinating story and and i think that was annika Sorensen's last uh u.s open i think she she mentioned too they played together i think but um you know, the, this venue, Pebble Beach, these ladies be able to to play on this golf course in a major, especially a USGA major, you know, was so big, I think. You know, Michelle Wee was asked a question, what's what's more important to the game right now for, for ladies golf, professional golf? Is it bigger purses or better venues? And, you know, the purse was definitely there. Allison picks up the largest check ever by a female golfer at $2 million for her win. Uh, which wow. was more than the John Deere. Seb Straka got $1.33 million. Okay. Um, so y- you kind of look at the venue, too. And, you know, Pebble Beach is just one of those courses. And even Allison in her press conference, Johnny and Robert, talked about how important it was that 30 years from now she could say she won a major at Pebble Beach. And it's just been right. that important. So, yeah, I'd like to see if, if ladies golf is going to continue then they need to figure out a way, the, the powers of be, to get them at some of these traditional powerhouse courses like a Marion, like a Pebble Beach. You know, I think the Augusta Women's Invitational has done wonders for collegiate female golf right now in directing females to get a chance to play that wonderful golf course and, and in a great tournament. So uh, bravo to the USGA and, and Pebble Beach, and certainly great play by Allison Corpus. Yeah, I mean, Robert, I don't know if you had a chance to watch any of it this weekend, but... Uh no, she's 25 years old. She's from Hawaii. She idolized Michelle Wee, as I mentioned earlier, and uh, it's a good place to pick up your first victory at Pebble Beach and $2 million. Absolutely. I was waiting for her to hick, make a hiccup or two on the way in. She didn't. She played. She hit fairways. She hit greens. She missed a green. Her short game was good. I mean, she played solid. Yeah, she played really good. Bronner, did you get a chance to watch Eddie? A little bit here and there, and I watched a little bit of the John Deere. Uh, you know, I, I, I didn't get to tune into the live, but I asked you as well about uh, your thoughts on the live. It was good leaderboard. Yeah, we're gonna. Yeah, we're gonna talk. Yeah, we'll talk live at the bottom of the hour because it's another story in itself. But uh, 
as we, you know, the U.S. Women's Open was, uh, I, you know, there was talk about, I don't know if you guys seen Brandel Chambly on the Golf Channel's talk about saying that, you know, there's lots to talk about men rolling the ball back and the golf courses are obsolete and so forth, but women's golf, I think I've seen something that in, in the final round that only two women hit a par five in two, that they're saying like, they're saying that possibly women's golf, that they're playing the golf courses too long for women. That, that You know what I mean? Well, I mean, I, I think it depends on the tournament, and it depends on the venue. You know, I think with, you know, with the increased athleticism uh, of the female golfer, you know, you just watch. You know, and we can even go back to Michelle Wee, you know, as a five foot nine, you know, 11-year-old, Going out there and, and just beating everybody's brains, qualify for the U.S. Women's Open at what twelve or eleven, something like that, and and this progression has hit female golf as well. So they hit the ball further, but you're exactly right. What is the yardage gap? What is what is necessary to keep it competitive for their tour, and then what is it necessary to keep it competitive for the PGA Tour and the other tours? So you know, I think they're they're waiting in it, but you know. Courses being too long fall on deaf ears with me, Johnny. I've always said that. You know, I think if you want to make a course tough, you know, you deepen the rough, quicken the greens, and maybe miss a day of mowing the fairway, you know, or something like that. Or, you know, do something tricky with the bunkers. Because that's the only way the talent's too good at any top level like that, whether it's men or women, and they find a way to score. Well, yeah, it's just rare that you hear, a, you know, I mean, someone in the media complaining about we've all we've been been hearing it for years now about golf courses are obsolete, they're too long, you know, they're not long enough, blah blah blah, they're bombing in this. Whereas the LPGA, you know, that it's it could be maybe the revert that they're too long. You don't see enough eagles. You don't see enough, you know, trying to drive a par four and so forth. Uh, and you know, I'm not really a Brandel Chambly fan. But, you know, if I, if I thought about it a lot last night, and I started thinking, you know, he does have some valid points, you know, and, and from that regard. Robert, I mean, you know. Well, you, take, you just take flight scope data from the PGA Tour and the LPGA Tour and look at ball speed, club head speed between the two. It's not even close. It's not no, even no. close. No. Yeah. And the numbers reflect just drastically difference in how far – the guys hit the golf ball. The ladies just can't generate the ball speed or the club head speed. The guys do. That's just the way it is. So how do you get a lady to do that? I don't know. You might have one anomaly every blue moon that, you know, does something like that. But that, to me, is the big disparity that while they can hit a par five and two, you only have a couple of them that can. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know what the answer to that is. Because they played it at just over 6,500 yards. Well, he was saying that they need to be playing it at 61. Well, you know. I mean, you know, that's the point to make, you know, to have more players hitting, you know, par fives and two. Because pretty much on the PJ Tour, everybody gets a chance to hit a par five and two. It's pretty much all the guys line up and fire at it. Or yeah. even driving a green. You know what I mean? Well, I think that's it's kind of a little bit Brandle being Brandle too. He he he's picking, you know, trying to pick at something that probably is not an issue. But if he sees a trend, maybe he has an inside track. But uh, you know, nine under par to you know, you look at what Charlie Hall shot, you know, in the last round. She shot sixty six on that that yeah. very tough golf course coming down awesome. the stretch on on the final day of a major. 
and it was not set up easy. It was not set up easy, and it might have been a little long, you know, to be honest. But you know, still the par threes, you know, you just got to hit good shots. You got to play smart out there to shoot under par. And, and uh, credit goes where credit's due to Allison Corpus. Uh, congratulations. We'll uh, come back. We're going to talk a little infirmary health when we come back. Uh, Robert Nelson joining us here. Got a few other guests with, from the infirmary. We're going to get to them. Danny Spivey, Michael Bronner, Nick Wiggins, our producer on site. We're live here from Felix Fiskamp on the Miller Lite John Ricchetti Golf Show. I'd like to thank Miller Lite Golf Distributing Company, Terry Thompson, Chevrolet, McMurray Contracting, Hancock Whitney Bank, the Grand Hotel Golf Resort and Spa, the Carrot Patch for all your jewelry needs on Hillcrest Road, the law firm of Taylor, Martina, and Rowan, and Infirmary Health Systems for help sponsoring today's show. We'll be right back. We're live from Felix's Fish Camp on the Sports Station, 105.5 WNSB. This is the Miller Lite John Ricchetti Golf Show on the Sports Station, WNSP. Once again, here's John Ricchetti. WNSP time is 6.18 p.m. Sports Radio 105.5 WNSP and WNSP.com. You tuned into the Miller Lite John Ricchetti Golf Show. We're live from Felix's Fish Camp on the Causeway. Got a great crowd here tonight. Got a packed house tonight. Great food, great atmosphere. Great service here at Felix's Fish Camp. Don't forget the Bluegill on the Causeway, Ruth Chris Steakhouse in Mobile, all part of the Cooper family of restaurants. 251-694-1055, 251-694-1055. I'm your host, John Ricchetti, joined along with Danny Spivey, Robert Nelson joining us here with the Infirmary Health Systems. we got our good buddy Michael Bronner back at the studios of WNSP, Nick Wiggins here. we got a full house here at Felix's Fish Camp, and they got a full house here today, too. 251-694-1055. Robert Nelson joining us here with the Infirmary Health Systems, Infirmary Health Systems for all your health needs with locations throughout Mobile and Baldwin County, a proud sponsor of the golf show, and we thank all the folks at Infirmary Health Systems. And Robert, I mean, uh, you've been now with the Infirmary, what, a couple years now? Yeah, almost three. Whoa, okay, golly, going fast. Three years now, and you guys uh, done a wonderful job. You know, physical therapy is very important, folks. I know you're tuned in uh, uh, about physical therapy, about making sure, you know, all you're playing, all you golfers, and always got some, you know, some injuries or something, nagging injuries, and you guys are the guys that can fix it. We can, um, there's a lot of conditions that we can treat with yeah. physical therapy. Sure. Um, I mean, from... The bottom of your feet to the top of your head, just about oh, yeah. everything in between. But what I wanted to talk about this evening is uh, what Infirmary Health's doing in the north part of Mobile County and what we're doing the Sarahland community. Um, Infirmary Health just purchased uh, Sarahland Physical Therapy. Uh, Brian's here with us tonight, Brian Rizzer. Yeah. And um, he just came on board. We transitioned July 1st. Uh, our in former infirmary therapy services clinic was in the north side clinic at 95 shell street we moved them over to 75 shell street into brian's practice we did all this this past week wow um it's just going fantastic and um 
there's some exciting things. Infirmary Health just purchased the 75 Shell Street building. Um, Gulf Orthopedics is going to move into that facility, and also there are plans to build a surgery center on the third floor there. So we've got a lot of things going on. We take care of the schools there in Saraland Satsuma. And uh, also with us is Dr. Clayton Lane with Gulf Orthopedics. Uh, he's here with us tonight. So I'm going to turn this over to Clayton and uh, Brian. And uh, Clayton, you take it off and fill in the blanks. Thanks, Robert. I appreciate that. Thanks for having me. Um, you know, I couldn't be more excited about where we are today with the sports medicine and Mobile and Baldwin counties. Um, as you mentioned, um, you know, we formed Gulf Orthopedics about two years ago. Um, I uh, formed it with four other uh, expert orthopedic surgeons who I respect more than anybody around. Um, so that was a good start. And then we thoughtfully and deliberately added about 10 more um, specialists, and now we're at 15 in two years. And so that alone is just a huge um, achievement. And then now all the things that you mentioned with the sports program and the partnership with Infirmary Health are really just incredible. Um, you know, I've been in practice 16 years here in Mobile uh, County in sports medicine. And, you know, the biggest name in sports medicine physical therapy has always been Brian Risser at Saraland Physical Therapy and Bob Fleming at Fleming Rehab. Those are the two guys that I, they were my go-to guys. And I've always relied on them to take care of my elite athletes. And then here we are today. we got both of those guys wow. committing to join with us, Gulf Orthopedics and Infirmary Health. And I think just having us all in the same system is just going to make a better patient experience and better outcomes for those athletes. So I'm, I'm very happy about that. Couldn't agree more. Brian, you're you're such an integral part of this whole plan of ours and infirmary health and, and just having the right group of people who are working together for common goals and patient outcomes, and, and we're just totally excited to have you on board. Yeah, I appreciate it, Robert. Um, you know, Sarah Lynn Physical Therapy, I think we've been in practice over 20 years and, you know, serving the community of North Mobile, Sarah Lynn, and Satsuma especially. We had a great practice, a great thing going, but when Mobile Infirmary comes knocking, you you got to answer the door because the resources that they bring to the table and the partnerships with the doctors and the nurses, our relationship with Gulf Orthopedics and, and being able to share space with them, you know, access to uh, just such uh, great sports medicine and uh, general orthopedic uh, services is great. And our relationship with uh, Sarah Lynn and Setsuma High School uh, only gets better with the uh, team that we formed. Uh, we've been taking care of Satsuma for 20 years, and uh, Dr. Lane and I have been taking care of Sarah Lane High School since the day they broke ground, and it's been a great partnership. We work well together. We provide uh, great service. We have the best uh, physical therapy facility in South Alabama, and uh, we're, uh, we're growing, and our partnership with uh, Infirmary is, is facil- facilitating that growth, and uh, it's really going to be a great thing for the people of North Mobile. You oversee uh, both the athletic trainers, correct? Uh, one at Satsuma and one at Saraland? Right. Uh, so we've got two athletic trainers at Saraland, Jonathan Brooks and Anna Szymanski. And then Ashley Hines is at Satsuma. And they, uh, they're uh, employees of Infirmary Health. And they cover practices. They cover games. And when they've got somebody that goes down, they can pick up the phone. 
they call Dr. Lane's nurse. They get them right in. You know, you get x-rays, imaging, whatever you need. And if they need rehab, then they send them my way. And we just got a, a really great team. And, and uh, we, uh, Dr. Lane and I, we, we've been doing this together for a while. And uh, we love it. We love being on the sideline. Where you, You'll catch us on the sidelines at Sarah Lane and Satsuma Games. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, uh, do you have something there, Doc? Oh, I was just going to say that I think that infirmary health really just improves that whole situation. So um, not only having the facilities in North Baldwin, Midtown, uh, Malbus, Fairhope, uh, all those diagnostic imaging centers with MRI, uh, X-ray, ultrasound, et cetera, not only do we have all those facilities, we're all connected by one electronic medical record. And I think the really neat thing about Brian and I being on the same team and all these athletic trainers being under uh, the same uh, system is that we're all connected by this phone through the electronic medical record. So I can be on the sideline with Brian at Saraland, and an athlete can hit the ER in Malibus, and I can look at their MRI on my phone. Wow. I can you know, put in orders to initiate treatment. And so that is something that I've never had before and really is unparalleled in this area. And so, again, another thing that infirmary brings to the, to the table other than just the state-of-the-art facilities. Well, that, that's good stuff, good, guys. Good point. You guys look like you guys uh, some got it going on. I just got a few moments here left in the, the segment here, but as we translate to, we got every, obviously the bulk of our listeners are golfers, and you know, and me and Robert actually had this conversation the other day at the golf course about fitness and make stretching and doing all the right things for golfers mm-hmm. before you play or you know or, or you get into a program to make sure so you don't get any injuries so what would be the number one thing well you know that you guys would think to tidbit or tip you'd give a golfer before they play golf or so forth uh in today yeah i think uh, golf is a unique sport in many ways but one of them is that it's a repetitive motion and it's asymmetric motion and so if you want to prevent injury, you got to constantly combat that asymmetric motion that's stressing different parts of your body in different ways. So if you, if you had to ask for maybe three things that I would recommend that you do to prevent injury, it's maintain your hip mobility, your core strength and core flexibility, that's your back and your lumbar, and try to maintain the balance of those muscles, and then also do rotator cuff strengthening. <laughs> Because, you know, yeah, I hear, hear you there. all three of those are your top three injuries right there. Your shoulder, your low back, and your hips contribute to both. Brian? Yeah, you know when Robert pulls out his driver on the first tee box, eight times his body weight gets transmitted through his lumbar spine. So that is quite an amount of force and torque you put through your spine. So if you think about it, you've got to train your core. You've got to be flexible in your hips. And, uh, you know, golf is a leisurely sport because we enjoy it and it's fun and it's, you know, the camaraderie, but it's a competitive sport and you've got to train. And like Dr. Lane said, the repetitive nature of it just uh, it, it makes it tough. So mobility, stability, and flexibility. Mobility. St- there you go, Robert. That's, that's it. it. That's right, it. Write that down, John. <laughs> I mean, I'm with you. I'm all into the train. I mean, I'm into it and... Uh, it is. I mean, it's, uh, you know, the thing, it's like any, it's like people want to, you know, it's like the one thing I say, right? People want to lose weight. You got to, you got to let, you got to take in less calories or burn calories. You want to hit, everybody wants to hit the golf ball farther. Well, the only way you hit it farther, you got to swing faster. To swing faster, you got to train and 
your muscles and so forth to gain speed. It's like any and that, but do it properly right. so you don't hurt yourself. That's right. Correct. That's right. That's it. That's right. right? You got it's the number one things. Mm-hmm. It's amazing with the game of golf. Mm-hmm. Power sells. Everybody wants to see guys. Well, guys, good job. Keep up the work. And uh, thank you, John. A pleasure. No, thank you, guys. And Fermi House. the time. No problem. Thanks, John. All right, guys. Fermi House Systems. With our locations throughout Mobile, Baldwin County, proud sponsor of the program. I'd like to thank Dan Hart, LLC, Engineer Products and Services, State Farm Insurance, Tim and Paul Simmons, Ward International Trucks, Felix's Bluegill, Ruth Chris Steakhouse, Edward Watts Golf Shops, and Ford Lumber for help sponsoring today's show. We're live from Felix's Fish Camp here on the Sports Station, 105.5 WNSP on the Miller Lite, John Ricchetti Golf Show. This is the Miller Lite John Ricchetti Golf Show on the Sports Station, WNSP. Once again, here's John Ricchetti. WNSP time is 6.33 p.m. Sports Radio 105.5 WNSP and WNSP.com. You tuned into the Miller Lite John Ricchetti Golf Show. We're live from Felix's Fish Camp on the causeway. Always a great time here at Felix's Fish Camp. Got a packed house here tonight. If, uh... It is, it is packed. Great food, great service, great atmosphere here at Felix's Fish Camp. Don't forget the Bluegill on the Causeway, Ruth Chris Steakhouse in Mobile, all part of the Cooper family of restaurants. 251-694-1055, 251-694-1055. I'm John Richard along with Danny Spivey joining us here and also uh, my good buddy Michael Bronner back at the studios of WNSP. Nick Wiggins here. Uh, also, and we just had the guys from the infirmary health systems with us here, and uh, and uh, but anyways, but by Spibes is back. That was a really good segment. A lot sure. of great information. I enjoyed listening to that, and uh, yeah, you, you know, gotta be uh, you got to get fit. If you're not doing well, you got to get fixed up. And infirmary, they got locations throughout Mobile and Baldwin County. Uh, All right. So was that? You got no, I was going to say, and it's a, right. you know, it's a testament that you know, as we get into you know the PGA Tour and stuff like that, everybody's got all kind of different body shapes. You can still be in shape. No, for, I'm for with you. You, you know yeah. what I mean? Well, I've been doing the stack training, Danny. I broke 100 miles an hour at club head speed. I saw you texted it to me. I was very. I printed it out, stuck it on my fridge. <laughs> I love it, man. Bronner, see, there's still hope for you, man. Oh well, there you go. I mean, you're my man. All right. We got to talk the U.S. Open. Uh, oh, don't forget, real quick, the PGA Junior Championship getting ready to kick off on Wednesday and Thursday at Azalea City. A uh, bunch of junior golfers throughout the Southeast will be uh, amongst uh, at Azalea City trying to qualify for the, the for the National PGA Championship, and got a slew of great. They got a great field. There. Yeah, it's a good field. It's uh, it's a testament to this area. Golf. There's a lot of players from all over the southeast coming over yeah. here, and uh, very boys and field. girls, boys and girls, and uh, two coveted spots, two coveted spots, and two alternates. So you know, my son Jax is playing. Oh, yeah. be a, everybody in the in the area right here is, is playing, and then some. And well, uh, it it is. It's a chance to qualify for a really. I mean, besides the USGA Junior Amateur, I would say it's the number two, probably picture. number two, yeah, biggest tournament. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And then we got the Woody Woodall Invitational this weekend at the Country Club of Mobile. 
Should be a great event. Golf course is in spectacular shape. I know the committee uh, chairman, Michael Johnson, has done a wonderful job in that tournament. Got a great field there this weekend at the Country Club of Mobile. All right, 251-694-1055. The, uh, got a Sepp Straka picked up his second victory on the PJ Tour this weekend at the John Deere Classic. Was on the 59 watch. I, I thought uh, he was going to do it. He was 11 under par, par 71 with four holes to go, with a par 5 to go. I thought for sure he was going to do it, and then he rinsed it on 18, and the double bogey the last hole for 62. Uh, it was exhausting, and it, I watched a lot of it. Like I said, I was a homebody this weekend, and, and I watched a lot of golf, and I watched about every shot that Sepp Straka hit, and I don't I don't know how in the world he didn't break 60, but, you know, to his benefit, you know, I, I mean, after he missed the putt on 17, the par 5, I was like, well, you know, but he hit such a good drive on 18, and back left pin, water left, you know, he's been hitting that little draw all day, just throwing darts, and uh, he took dead aim, just kind of tugged a little little bit but rinsed one made double but you know still picks up the victory and know. he's number 27 in the world now and it, and, it, and obviously uh, he's from austria and really increases chances to represent europe on the Ryder cup team in rome i i wouldn't see how they couldn't pick somebody like that i mean you know we'll see there's you know several more tournaments available for qualifying but um, and he, he you know what i mean uh, danny he's teed off well over an hour from the final group, shot seven under twenty-eight on the front nine. Oh, it was it was ridiculous. Then he goes on a four-hole stretch on the back. Yeah, you know, and he gets eleven under, going, you know, sitting on fourteen tee box. I know. And, 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 and they're like, and he parred number ten, the par five. Yep, he sure did. But uh, you know, Brendan Todd, Alex Molly, you know, coming down the stretch, they just couldn't really, you know catch him and so he had posted you know i thought if he had posted 23 under he could have been already hanging you know packing out of the dorm house you know the big house that he rented with four other guys yeah. playing in a tournament but uh you know he sat i had to sit around and kind of sweat this one out but uh great victory for him picks up 1.332 million uh 500 fedex cup points that lose him up you know he lives in birmingham he lives in birmingham he plays at shoal creek with all the guys a lot of the shoal and uh, over at uh, graystone and all those guys around there a lot of Great, great players up in that Shoal Creek Greystone area in, in Birmingham Country Club. So, well, you know what? And Bronner, back to uh, I know, mean you talked about this earlier, Bronner, that the highest ranked player in the field was Cameron Young, ranked number nineteenth at the John Deere. Yeah. Then we had the Live Golf event, and uh, no question about it. I mean, you know, at the Live Field, their leaderboard had a little more zap to it than this leaderboard. Well, it's it's interesting because. If you looked at the leaderboards going into Sunday, yeah, Liv was Liv was way better. That being said, I didn't watch Liv on Sunday. I don't know anyone who did watch Liv on Sunday. I saw Cam Smith won. You know, Leishman was in it. Dustin Johnson was in it. There were a lot of good names in it. Uh, but that being said, it's like, you know, when, uh, and, you know, I tuned into a little bit of the John Deere while I could. Uh, you know, so maybe maybe I'm unique to the the common casual golf fan in that way. I think the the casual fan is probably not tuning in to the John Deere when the leaderboard is what it was. You know, it was it was pretty eh uh, for the most part. But you know, that being said, when you have a great leaderboard for Liv and a bleh leaderboard for John Deere, and still no one's watching. I mean, I haven't looked at the ratings, but I think it's a safe bet that no one was watching uh, Liv yesterday. 
I mean, well, they were packed. Yeah, yeah. well, they, they that, I guess that's just like gonna have to be their thing. That you know, they uh, they keep filling it up in person because you know, no one's gonna watch it on TV. Maybe like you brought up the national no. TV contract. Earlier. No, you need an. What they're lacking realistically, Bronner, is right now. I think is that they gotta have a national yeah. TV contract with a major broadcast. Uh, you know, I mean, that's just the way it is. Yeah, I if mean, I could have changed the channel and uh, and watched Live, maybe, maybe I would have, uh, just because the bit and the names were bigger. But, yes, I was not going to go through the hassle. Of, I Frankly, I don't even know how I would have watched it. Uh, the CW's carrying it. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah I, I didn't really care to seek it out because it's Live. No, so, I get it. I get know? it. I get it. Yeah. But the, the leaderboard, nonetheless, was... Was you know star studded, but you know I'm the same way, and I, I didn't watch any of it. And I was I was I turned over to watch uh, the 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 USGA Ladies Champ you know uh, Open, but uh, that John Deere was fascinating coming down the stretch. Uh, you know, really neat golf course. Scores were kind of low, and uh, um, but Seth Straka was a, is a very interesting story. He's he's a cool cat, man. From what I understand, a super nice guy, and. Uh, uh, you know, it's a good win for him, and uh, and then we'll see. You know, we've got to cut. We don't have very much longer till the Open Championship. Two weeks. So two weeks. So you know, you're not going to see any of the live players at the Scottish Open. At no. the Judges Scottish Open. So we'll see kind of how they all prelim going into into uh, into Liverpool. So uh, it should be it should be quite a ride between now and then. I, I can tell you that. Hey, Bronner, I was going to ask you. I mean. JT, Justin Thomas, and Ricky Fowler, and Jordan Spieth, their wives, yeah. they're all at Wimbledon this weekend. Sure. Which is in London. I wonder why they didn't mosey on over to live. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. To check I mean, it out. It, it is actually a fair question because, you know, in. in uh, that would have been something, wouldn't it? I mean, those guys are all friends, too. So it's, I know. Not, it's not like there's. It's not like you had Rory in London. <laughs> you know, Rory's not showing his face at a live event. By the way, for the record, uh, we are going to be doing our show from nashville at sec media days next week so i kind of have to uh kind of have to give a british open pick now i think i'm not going to be producing the show next week so well you're not going to be here next monday yeah, oh wow so they, well uh, i guess uh, well we'll get that at the next segment man i, I don't know how we can broadcast without broader yeah pretty british open yeah, that kind of just occurred to me but i know well is. listen but so broader anyway um yeah i what'd you think of jt and the crew over there I, I, Who do you think looked the best? They all dressed the same, man. I don't know what. The, did you see their outfits? Yeah, Spieth had a uh, had a had a. I think it was Spieth. One of them suits was uh, was pretty wrinkly. Uh, <laughs> I think it was Spieth. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he you couldn't know, afford. Yeah, apparently, he didn't couldn't afford to dry clean. Yeah, Spieth and JT both have uh, unfortunate hairlines these days. Although Spieth has gotten better, I think he's he's used Rogaine or, or something. Over, yeah. the, over the last yeah, couple of years, because his was rough from the start when he was you know, I might have to go yeah. follow with him. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, yeah. He, Ricky looked better. the smoothest. Yeah. Ricky looked the best. Ricky, he, he was. He usually does. Yeah. Well, apparently they're they're all in the Scottish Open, and they went there. You know, they went to the Wimbledon with their family, I guess, over the weekend, and then I guess they were on the course month. To, well, today, I guess it's midnight over there now, but they were apparently out playing today. But they were there for the weekend at Wimbledon. So, yeah, London. I figured maybe they ought to get. They should have moseyed on over to. Uh, I think it's at the Centurion Club. Where were they? They played uh, live golf. But they were, from all indications, they were packed. Live had all kinds of people there. They were packed up. Yeah, it was a big turnout. There was a lot of. Uh 
a lot of support for it, you know, from the, from social media I saw. And uh, so but we'll see, you know. You know, the storylines are the storylines. And uh, now tomorrow there's, uh, I believe they are, uh, the PGA Tour will be, I think Mr. Sutton and uh, maybe Mr. Sullivan uh, will be at Capitol Hill, you know, answering some questions about this possible non-profit merger, so to speak. So we will learn more about that, but uh, we're really looking forward to seeing all these guys clash again. Oh, oh, and a, a quick, another shout-out, too, is uh, uh, the, the U.S. Adaptive Open started today yeah. at Pinehurst, and our own JoJo McCarron. Yes. Down with uh, our good friend uh, K-Mac, his brother, and uh, at McCarron Insurance. they were uh, He's in the field. So congratulations to him. I don't know how he played today. I'm going to get an update. Uh, we'll get Danny can get an update how JoJo played today and uh, wish him the best of luck. He was into the field last year, and he's there again today. So so hopefully wish him the best of luck in that term. Great thing by the USJ, by the way, anyway. I think it's cool to have that. So we'll see. All right, we're going to come back and talk a little bit uh they got a board member from the PGA Tour. Dang, he's out. He quit, resigned. Yeah, he resigned. Resigned, and uh, we got some other tidbits coming up when we come back. Danny Bobby, Michael Bronner, Nick Wiggins. I'm John Ricchetti. We're live from Felix Fish Camp here on the Miller Lite John Ricchetti Golf Show. I'd like to thank Miller Lite Golf Distributing Company, Terry Thompson Chevrolet, McMurray Contracting, Hancock Whitney Bank, the Grand Hotel Golf Resort and Spa, Ford Lumber, the Carrot Patch. Our good buddy Cameron Smith on Hillcrest Road and the law firm of Taylor, Martino, and Rowan, attorneys at law. We're live from Felix's Fish Camp here on the Miller Lite, John Ricchetti Golf Show. We'll be right back. This is the Miller Lite John Ricchetti Golf Show on the Sports Station, WNSP. Once again, here's John Ricchetti. We're on the final nine here on the Miller Lite John Ricchetti Golf Show. WNSP time is 6.49 p.m. Sports Radio, 105.5 WNSP and WNSP.com. Live from Felix's Fish Camp. Always a great time here at Felix's Fish Camp. Got a great crowd here tonight. And I uh, got a packed house. Uh, great food, great atmosphere, great service here at Felix's Fish Camp. Don't forget Ruth Chris Steakhouse in Mobile, and also the Bluegill on the Causeway. All part of the Cooper family of restaurants. Two five one six nine four one zero five five. Two five one six nine four one zero five five. I'm your host John Richard, along with my good buddy Danny Spivey, Michael Bonner, back at the studios of WNSP. With us and uh, Nick Wiggins, our producer on site here. We got a full house here tonight. It is packed here tonight. Man, and, uh, it is a full house. And uh, of course, we're getting ready for some live entertainment as soon as we leave, John. Yeah, as soon as we leave. You could call us maybe the warm up gig. I don't know. I don't, you know, we got a star power. I know. I know. We got the star People asked me about you this weekend. I was out running around and. Who? Oh, well, I'm, uh, a, I'm a well, I'm a yeah, commodity. They don't, they don't we got people all over the world too. Now you got all our. We got big fans in Canada. Winnipeg, Manitoba, home of the Jets, the Blue Bombers. Up, great o- up in Ohio. Ohio, yeah, yeah, they're tuned in. They're tuned Auburn, in everywhere. Everybody's there. Been All right, so uh, before we get to uh, uh, what was the news we had? We had some 
I said uh, we had some other news, uh, Spibes, and something. Well, we were talking about the congressional, you know, questions about, you know, PGA Tour live, and then, but uh, I think. Oh, okay, but back to, before we go back to live, did you realize, I didn't realize this. Uh, Bron, are you tuned in? I'm here. Okay, I'm like, sure, because I just had, we got people, you're a big star. Oh, I Colin Morikawa has won five times on a PGA Tour. He hasn't won in 721 days. I had to do a double take. Yeah. That's over two years. Yeah, two years. Colin Morikawa. I, I thought he just won the other day. No. It's been no. over two years since Colin Morikawa won. And that's what was tough because we wanted Ricky to win, you know, at the, at, at the last tournament when he was in that playoff. You know, because Morikawa was on a similar drought, you know, very similar. And, uh, but he struggled a little bit. You know, he, he's, he's gone through some up and downs, but man, he came out of the gate so, so quick. It's, you know, you kind of, you get a little confused how good he was right off the bat. I still go back to that whole, you know, that drive he cut around the corner to win, <laughs> to win the, uh, the U.S. Open, you know, on, and drove that green. I mean, it was just unbelievable. And, um, but I'll tell you, you know, I, I think you're seeing good trends from Morikawa, but certainly is eye-opening. You would not think it's been over two years. That's what I didn't realize. Brian, did you realize quarterback. it's been that long? Yeah, it's been a minute since he's actually won. Seems like he's been in contention a lot. But, uh, yeah, well, that, that, is, that is a surprising stat. Well, listen, here's another thing I just was found out today. Talked to uh, uh, a buddy in Dallas at ESPN Radio in Dallas, the fan. Over 40%. Of Rory McIlroy, your boy, Bronner, not by the my way. Boy. I know he's not your boy. He used to be your boy. Okay. Do you realize that over 40% of Rory McIlroy's drives go over 320 yards? I can believe that. There are 31 PGA Tour players on the PGA Tour that have a swing speed of over 120 miles an hour. If you can, if you can swing at 120, you can carry the ball at 300. Yeah. Wow. You think power. It's all about power. Power, power, Bronner. That's why we got to get you in shape and ready for Medina. Well, and I will tell you this. No, Marion. Uh, Marion. I will tell you this. You know, and the difference, and you, you'll notice the difference. So you swing at 100 miles per hour. Yes, by the way. I, I broke a 100-mile-an-hour clubhead swing so you've seen, twice. You've seen what I'm somebody, bombing it for Right. Me. So you've seen what somebody looks like that swings at I'm back. 80 miles an hour, right? Yeah. Now take your swing and then add 20 miles an hour to it. Okay, that's how dramatic the difference is from 80 to 100 is 100 and 120. But it's actually more dramatic because it looks so much faster because it's so much speed. But there's guys out there pushing 125, 126, 120. I mean, it's it's getting out of control. Ben McMurray from McMurray Contracting uh, works with Lorenzo. Oh, well, he's the owner of the company. He swings hovering 130. Yeah. 130 club head speed. Yeah. Yeah. That's Third carrying at 320, 330. Speaking of Rory's power, I got to tell you real quick who's going to win the British Open. Yeah, go ahead, Bronner, because you know, we got, I know, unfo- we got to wrap it up. Unfortunately, uh, I do kind of think that Rory might win, but I certainly am not going out on the limb and picking Rory to win a major and, con- uh, but, and uh, you know, not choke on Sunday. But I do think he might win, so I'm just going to put that out there. But actual picks, I'm going to go Tommy Fleetwood to maybe break through. I also really like Taylor Gooch. Ooh, 
that's whoa, whoa, a good you're one. going with who? Go run. Hold on, I'm reading a text here. By the way, guys, it's uh, Morikawa won the PGA Championship. PGA, not the US, not the US Open. Open. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm yeah. sorry. They, that, that in that's, California, the guy had to get correct. I was. We had to correct that. I apologize. Spice. Yep. You're you're a good guy. It's forgiven. You're they love you. You're good. Um, so anyway, he's going with. Uh, that's who Bronner went yeah. with. I said I think Rory's a great bet, but I will be damned if I'm going to go out on a limb and pick Rory McIlroy to not choke. Uh, so I'm going to go with Fleetwood, and I like Taylor Gooch as well. Brother, what did you think of the board member uh, on the PGA Tour resigning because he doesn't believe, he doesn't believe in this live deal? Yeah, it was a uh, it was another wacky story. I guess Jay Monahan is coming back after yeah, this mystery, back mystery illness. Yes, that's another one. No one knows. I still haven't found him. He was he was hey, fine. Real quick, another thing here for you guys. Did you realize back how good Tiger was back in 2000? He finished in the top five, 17 out of 20 events. His worst finish was 23rd. If you counted the money, he only won at Firestone, Augusta, Torrey Pines, and Bay Hill in his career. He'd have over $40 million. You think the guy could play? Pretty impressive. There's a, there's no doubt. And the stats... The stats go on and on with that cat. It? But I'll tell you what, that stat with Scotty Scheffler with consecutive top twelve finishes. Yeah. That's impressive. That's 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 close. But um, so Taylor Gooch, that's a, I like that, brother. I'm gonna tease a little bit. Yeah, go ahead. Well we're gonna be out here. Go ahead. I think we you're gotta gonna wrap it up. you're gonna see names like DeChambeau and, and Cam Young and Fleetwood. How about Cameron Cam Smith? Smith, the defending champion. Tommy Fleetwood Hobbler, you're going to see a whole gamut. You're going to see about five to eight live tour players, and you're going to see okay. the, the big time. All right, we've got to wrap it up. Have a great week, everybody. We'll be at Terry Thompson Chevrolet next week. We'll be back here for the Miller Lite John Ricchetti Golf Show. Have a great week, folks.